0: Welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs Podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome back for another episode of Locked On Bulldogs. Glad you're with us three times a week during the offseason. When the season gets back, and again, we will keep on saying when the season gets back. We're not gonna it's coming. We're not gonna give up. We are normally not glass half full or glass empty. The glass is always non-existent. There is no glass. This there's no glass. Okay, there's nothing there's free no, to pour into. What are you talking no about? Beverage, nope, there's no beverage. There's no glass. Not even not even dew Just, in the morning. Just desolate nope. desert. But on this we will say when the season gets going We'll be back to five times a week. But until then, uh, this is your team three days a week. He is Daniel. I am Clint. We don't do much well in life, but one of the things we do very well is fandom. We want to make you the best fan because we want to be the best fan possible to cheer on the Bulldogs. Uh, That's what we're here to do. We're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination, but we do care a heck of a lot about the Bulldogs.
1: (laughs) That is correct. Um as you might have surmised by this point, today's episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at Bill Bar. You can go to Billbar dot com and enter the promo code locked on for ten dollars off your first order. Uh, but you can also go to your email and email us at on bulldogs at gmail.com. You can go to Twitter and, uh, send us a message at dogs podcast. You can go to Apple podcasts and leave us a rating or a review. You can go to whatever podcast listening service that you prefer and you can subscribe and download the show. You can share the show with a friend, um, and those are all things that we find to be extremely helpful. We really appreciate you listening. We are glad that you're here. Uh, we do this show as Clint said uh to help uh all Georgia fans be the best fans that they can be and uh, it's a long off season and we are uh we're in it with you. Mm-hmm. It's a longer off season than normal this year. Boy, uh, we gotta, we're, we're getting closer to actual sports on TV. We're not going to have to watch Cornhole much longer or Eastern European soccer or whatever it is that um, we're filling our time with. There's going to be some sports on TV, and eventually those sports are going to get to the only sport that um, is really relevant mm-hmm. for the majority of the year, and that is the sports that involve the Georgia Bulldogs. But today we are uh, we're going back to a game that we introduced last week that um, that I enjoyed, Clint, and I, 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 enjoyed think gonna, it well. I. think we're gonna. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna bring it back uh, fairly regularly. The premise of the game is simple. It's called This or That, mm-hmm. and um, as the the old song goes. You choose this or that. That's correct. No, that's not how it that's, goes. That's, that's not... That is, <laughs> so, that is proper. <laughs> that's all
0: That's all I'm legally allowed to say just about the song. It turns th- out executive producer one, Michael got back to us and just simply yeah. said, no. <laughs> no. Also, I
1: can't even remember why. Why was Michael going to get a tattoo? I can't even remember what the... What were the circumstances of the tattoo? <laughs> it was the
0: fantasy my... league. He came in last on the fantasy league. He came in last. Yes. And we said that most it's... fantasy there are some fantasy leagues out there that require you to yeah. the loser to get a tattoo. And so he's gonna he has reached out to us and let us know mm-hmm. that he his lower back is the where the logo of it's... locked on bulldogs will be placed it's... for for the it's... rest of his natural life.
1: It's destined it's destiny that um that's that's gonna be on there. As it should be, really. I mean, everyone who goes to the beach with executive producer intern Michael for the rest of his life needs to know about the podcast. It's free advertising. Um, I'm not sure that's even advertising though, no, because it's, I'm not sure that I'm not. not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Michael's lower back is really enticing
0: anyone to do much of that's, anything. That's these not days. a billboard by any stretch no. of the imagination. Okay, not let's, one that you want. No. Not one that you want to rent space on. That's that's for <laughs> this sure. This is this okay. is going to get. This is going to go bad in a hurry. Let's let's play this or that, Daniel. Let's do that.
1: All right. Uh, The premise of the game is simple. You choose the thing that you think would be most beneficial for the UGA football team as a whole this coming season. You choose one or the other, whichever one you think would help the team more. Here they are, Clint. Tyson Campbell is going to lead this team in pass deflections Mm. this year. Or Monty Rice is going to lead this team in tackles this year. Clint, you can only have
0: one. Which is more beneficial for the team? Uh, I'm not even choosing this one because um, my love for Nicobe Dean, Monty Rice is a, a dang good linebacker. He gets his hands on you. You're going down. Uh, Daniel, it's Tyson Campbell leads the team in pass deflection, and here's why. To lead the team in pass deflections, you know what you have to do a whole lot? Get get thrown at? You have to, well, that, <laughs> that too. Uh, get thrown at, but you have to play. Yeah, that, oh, that's correct. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think Tyson Campbell. I hope Tyson Campbell emerges this year, has an ascension up the the ladder, breaks into the number two spot at corner, uh, stays there for some time, locks down opposite Mister Stokes, and has an incredible campaign in which he leads the team in past deflections. If that's the case, I think our secondary is much better off. I think he's playing at top level. I would rather have Tyson Campbell leading the team in pass deflections. It means Stokes is more of a dominant presence over on the other side and people don't want to throw at him. So they're trying to throw to Tyson and Tyson steps up and uh, gets his hands on some balls and knocks some things down. That's what I'm choosing. Well, one of these is going to happen. (laughs) That's so this is a
1: difficult question because you have to take that out of the mix. Monty Rice is going to lead this team in tackles. There is zero doubt In my mind, that that is going to be the reality. Most because he's going to get
0: half a tackle every single snap.
1: Unless it's a sack, then yes, he's going to he's going to be involved in every tackle. Um, I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna disagree with you. I think that is actually the most beneficial thing for the team because Mm. I'm not sure that I. Don't think DJ Daniels is going to be a little bit of a harder mountain to um, to surpass for Tyson Campbell than you do. I think it's going to be difficult for Tyson Campbell to establish himself and get enough playing time to lead this team in deflections. And so I'm going to say the most likely path for Tyson Campbell to lead this team in deflections is an injury to someone else. Oh, And so I, I think... The most like, I mean, if Monty Rice leads the team in tackles, again, no one has to get hurt. No one has to change anything about what they're doing for that to happen. That's going to happen anyway. So give me that as opposed to some scenario that I don't know about where Tyson Campbell's leading this team in passive flushes because I just don't, I don't see him getting enough snaps uh, to do that. I do think he'll play because I think there will be a healthy rotation. At corner, but I don't think he's going to be getting enough snaps to lead this team in pass deflections. Unless you're right, just nobody throws at Eric Stokes. But right. I don't think Eric Stokes has that kind of respect around the league, and so I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, yeah, you know who has a ton of respect,
0: Daniel. Well, I I think I do, but I want you to tell me anyway. Has your and I's respect? That's for darn sure. I'll tell you that much right now. Well, we're we're on here talking about it every it's day. The, so, it's my the fine better. folks over at Built Bar, Daniel, they have put together an incredible product, have they not? Oh, they sure have. They sure have. We both tried it. We both love it. Uh, case closed. Case closed. Done. And if Daniel and I, look, if you don't think Daniel and I are borderline experts on all things food, because our we've eaten it all, people.
1: Okay. Built bar. Let me just give you a little inside tip right here. You come out with a queso flavor on that bar. <laughs> I'm just trying to say it's a market that maybe you haven't thought about tapping into yet. Look, you get it, a chips. You get a chips and queso flavor. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. On that built kind of like stackable Pringles. You just put some protein bars together. <laughs> that's that's it. Mm, that's that feels like a lot, but yeah, sure. Why not? Double uh, up. Hey, if uh, if you don't know, Built Bart is an incredible protein bar, and maybe you're a you're a guy sitting at home right now listening to this podcast, and maybe you're kind of feeling to yourself, "Man, I am double the man I should be. I'm not half the man I should be. I'm yeah. double the man I should be."
1: You, you this. Well, we we feel like we're
0: divulging back into seven layers of woman. We, at this point, this? we're getting real close. We're getting real close. okay. Uh, but if yeah. you're double the man that you should be, uh, and you want to lose an extra little extra weight or you're just trying to keep healthy built bar is an incredible protein bar that tastes like candy daniel it is delicious it is low in sugars it is high in protein It is delicious for you to eat great on the go great for breakfast great for all those things Uh, and our listeners can get a little help on their first order daniel over at built bar isn't that right
1: ten dollars off your first order enter the promo code locked on when you go to billbar.com and place an order, uh, that's how you can tell them that we sent you. And um, uh, yeah, and thank them for sponsoring mm-hmm. this very podcast. Daniel, we got, a, Clint, we got another this and that. Th- coming. This or that. This is, this is going to be about games started. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna give you two players, and okay. I'm gonna give you the scenario. They are gonna start every game at their respective positions. Okay. And you tell me which is better for the team if that happens. All right, ready? Scenario one: Ben Cleveland, Big Ben, your guy, mm-hmm. starts every game at right guard. Or scenario two: Dominic Blaylock starts every game. At wide receiver. Ooh. Or right guard. What if I had said Dominic Blylec like, starts every game at right guard? Uh, hard
0: pass. Let's <laughs> yeah, Let's out. not. Let's not. Let's not say we did. Uh, look, this is hard. Offensive line going through a lot of shakeup. Lost a lot of starting snaps. A lot of reserve snaps, for that matter, from last year's squad. Ben Cleveland, one of the only guys coming back uh, that got significant playing time. He is a good starter, good, good recruit. Been solid in his career. Ben Cleveland needs to be somewhat of an anchor on that line. His dad's got all his fingers, all the his fingers. There is not a single chair he has not lost a fight to. Okay, every yep. chair his dad has undefeated, won undefeated against chairs. The undisputed champion, Ben Cleveland's dad, folding chairs. Yep. <clears throat> so that's that's very difficult for me to say that. But Daniel, it's is Dominic Blaylock. I need every single game started a Dominic Blaylock, and here is why I'm gonna have two bona fide studs out there mm-hmm. catching passes in a new look offense on a team that has aspirations look I trust Matt Luke to do some things on the offensive line shuffle some people around Ben Cleveland is going to get hurt two times this year I don't know what I don't know when he's going to break a, 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 a I don't know he's going to have a kidney. Ulcer or something like that, you know, some just freak thing. Uh, But if Dominic Blaylock and Jorge Pickens are my one and two, my goodness, give me deep balls, give me contested balls, give me 50-50, give me over the middle, uh, quick, quick screens. That's my answer. Yeah, this is not close. This is... This is Dominic
1: Blalock all Because number one, if Dominic Blalock starts every game at wide receiver, it might be a miracle that we need to mm. write the Pope about because <laughs> yeah. um
0: John because Hopkins we're talking is about, doing a study on his <laughs> on his knee.
1: We're talking about someone who had a uh, in the bowl game correct. Had a horrifying injury uh, or is the SEC Championship game, I guess? It wasn't the ball game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, very late in the season, had a horrifying injury. And uh, if he's good to go on the first week of the season, uh, that would be incredible. But people sleep, people be sleeping on Dominic Blaylock. Mm-hmm. Just George Pickens just getting every little headline. He is just getting headline after headline after headline.
0: But Dominic Blaylock, uh, is he a good football player? <laughs> uh, oh, my. He gave us pretty the good Chris player. Berman whoops from time to time, Daniel, last he, year. Oh, he sure did. He also gave us the run
1: by everyone on the field and don't look back. Correct. He gave us, Jake he gave us that throws, move.
0: Jake is able to throw five yards further on a lot of passes. We got a lot more points on the board.
1: Correct. Um, there are options at guard at the University of Georgia. Okay. Uh, Clay Webb, mm-hmm. an option at guard. Um Justin Schaefer, an option at guard. Um uh let's see maybe Cedric Grand Pran comes in Come and they really like him at center. Well, Trey Hill, an option at oh, guard. Gosh. So
0: there's there's just, plenty Did you know you just listed look at that interior line you just listed. That is a, oh, it's that is tasty. My goodness, that's yeah, good that's
1: it's it's good. Uh, listen, I like Ben Cleveland. Everybody likes Ben Cleveland. I hope Ben Cleveland is due for a big year. But we we are not desperate for Ben Cleveland to start every game. The offensive line situation, the returning starter situation is, look, did Georgia have uh, offensive linemen drafted this way and that off of last year's offensive line? Yeah, they did. That's why... There's not so many returning starters, Clint, because three of them are playing in the NFL right now. So, like, I don't know like everybody's making a big deal about no returning starters. Doesn't mean we don't have talent on this exactly. team. Exactly. This is just people who have been sitting there and biding their time and waiting their turn, and they're ready to play. Okay? And so Ben Cleveland can miss a couple games and we'll be all right. Dominic Blaylock starting every game at wide receiver. Oh, while, man. while I do not Think that that is going to happen. That would be huge for the University of Georgia should it happen this year. All right, Clint, we got one more of these this or that, and it is coming your way right about now.
0: Last one of the segment for today's episode. Uh, this or that, Daniel. Uh, now, this is an intriguing one. This is not a named personnel choice, this is a, a mm-hmm. circumstance. That More of could, a scenario, yeah. Scenario, uh, scenario one. We return three punts for touchdowns, which, by the way, I'm fairly certain would be the first three punts I've ever seen Georgia <laughs> return for a touchdown in the history of you, Georgia.
1: Just to be just to be clear, uh, Clint was not a Georgia fan when um, Damian Gary. Was playing for the University of Georgia. So, nope. since I'm since I'm confident that he's the last person to return a punt for a touchdown, uh, I'm obviously joking. Didn't I? I think Isaiah McKenzie returned a punt for yeah. a touchdown. At least one. Yeah. yeah. He returned at
0: least one for a touchdown. This uh, career, but but it, it goes to show we are lacking in this department. Okay.
1: Even that. We got to go all the way back to Isaiah McKenzie to find a Come punt on. return for a touchdown. That's, Come on.
0: It's not great. It's not great. Uh, so, that's scenario one. Scenario two we don't allow one yard of punt return against us all season. So you just wow. You just you saying you saying zero point zero net return yards. That zero. coverage team. We got we got <laughs> N'Kobe Dean out on the outside as a flanker. Just yeah.
1: I believe it's Trayvon Walker. <laughs> yeah, as a flanker like He's on the other there. side.
0: Trayvon and Nicole. And By the way, that's he's just that's dirty. Tell me that wouldn't tell me they wouldn't be good at that.
1: Oh tell me kirby will do it
0: <laughs> act like kirby won't do it i like kirby won't send him out there uh so get, scenario get some scenario one or scenario two which one would you prefer
1: this is intriguing because one of them is just like a legendary type thing it's like an all oh, time yeah. not a single return yard for the season um it means your punter's doing his job. It means the coverage unit's doing his job. It means, um, yeah, you're kicking the ball high. You're getting all the things that you want. You're eliminating explosive plays. Uh, but but here's the thing, Clint. Mm-hmm. Do I tr- do I love Todd Munkin? Already, yes, of course I love him. He's my offensive coordinator on my fantasy team. He's, all time UGA
0: great Todd Munkin.
1: <laughs> he's also my emergency contact. Just so we're clear, like he's it's not. It's it's fine. We have a thing, but if I had if you had to choose a side of the ball that uh-huh. could use a little help, Clint, that could use just a little boost, you know, just a little, just a little step to get them started, uh, you'd probably still choose the offensive side of the ball, Clint, as opposed to the defensive side of the ball. Not probably. But, this defense doesn't need any help, Clint. Nah. Even if somebody busts off a 20, 25 yard punt return, Clint. Whatever. This this defense is going to be fine. Okay? But you give me three extra touchdowns this year. Okay? 21 points on the board. I'll take that. Because give the offense a little bit of a breather, flip the uh, you know, change the field position, change the scoreboard. Uh Those are the kind of plays that uh, the non-offensive touchdowns that really uh, can be huge indicators of a team's overall success. So I'm going to take the three punt return touchdowns, and I'm just going to let the defense run out there and stop everybody no matter where they start.
0: Now, look, here's the deal. We said top three defense from last year. Repeating that success this year is nearly impossible. Not going to happen. Okay. Not going to happen. With that disclaimer set out there, Daniel, this is going to be the best defense in the nation. Okay? Statistically, <laughs> so, hold so not in the top 3, but to clarify, number 1. Because do you realize <laughs> do you realize, you know, you got you got Clemson over there who's got a lock on the top 3 because they don't play anybody. Okay? Oh, is Pittsburgh moving the ball
1: up and down the mm. field these days? Mm. Is that is that what they're doing mm. over there in Pittsburgh? Hmm. I'm sorry, people. You still got you Pit- still got Larry Pittsburgh. Fitzgerald
0: over there on posters, okay? <laughs> like, that is That's, that is what you got. That's the it. That man played there 70 years ago. Correct. Uh, I saw a stat on Larry Fitzgerald. I think he's dropped like five passes in the NFL in his total career or something like that. It's just it's in disgusting. In his 22-year career. Yeah, it's, it's obscene. Uh, so, Clemson's got one of those lockdown. Ohio State is going to go up to the big house and play Harbaugh, and Harbaugh is just going to crap all over the bed like he does every single year against ohio state they're going to be a uh, top three easy and then you got like akron or somebody like that you know so statistically mm-hmm. it's nearly impossible we play in the sec but it's going to be the best defense uh or a defense that you could put them in any situation and i say i will we'll take this series I'll, I'll bet on us this series all day yep so if that's the case give me the three touchdowns every single time you also know why not only is it 21 points but daniel You ever seen a team after a punt return for a touchdown? Mm -hmm. It's It's... exhilarating. It is. And just, you ever seen me in my (laughs) den after a punt return touchdown? (laughs) Equally exhilarating. Equally. Equally. Also, I would not encourage anybody to get within a 10-foot radius of Daniel and I. Watching a punt return yeah. for a touchdown on game day, highly likely not the splash zone at SeaWorld. Um, it's the no. Reign of Terror zone. More than a lot of I'm elbows going. flying, a lot of knees, just all sorts of shoulder blades and teeth and toenails. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. Daniel is popping out his shoulder blade <laughs> in celebration. This is <laughs> using using it as a weapon. <laughs> Just whatever. <laughs> ben Cleveland has been known to break a man's leg off and use it as a stabbing device. Daniel has been known to use a shoulder blade against. Uh, no, it's the three touchdowns all day, every day. sighting plays flip the the score in a hurry on one play. Uh, is, is just it's true it's absolutely right um, alright well that that about does it
1: for uh, this Wednesday episode of this week we got another episode coming up on Friday again you can email us locked on bulldogs at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at dogs podcast if you've got segment ideas things you want us to talk about things that you would like to discuss with us we'd be happy to uh, engage in a friendly conversation with you uh, thanks as always for listening uh, if you want more to listen to you can tell your smart device to play the latest episode of locked on chad ford's nba big board and we will see you guys on friday